Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, and Well Played is a part of On Podcast Media Network, so check out all the great podcasts there. I'm your host, Michael Matera, and I'm a sixth grade teacher, I'm an author, I'm a motivational speaker, best of all, I'm a dad, and here we are recording on Father's Day. Uh, super excited to have with us Heather Nelson, and let's let's bring her in here. Heather, can you please, please introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Heather Nelson, I am uh, in a fourth grade teacher. We're at a STEM academy, and uh, next year I will be focusing on our dual language. So I'll be working with ELs in in fourth grade. So I'm really excited about incorporating um, game of gamifying my classroom. So I love it. It's, it's love all it. new. I, I I'm just all sorts of information. It's just going crazy in my head. Crazy. Crazy. And so that's that's really like the the point of today's podcast. Heather uh, reached out to me. She's getting started here with gamification. And I, I reached out and said, hey, would we mind if we captured your story on Well Played? Because this here we are at the beginning of summer. Teachers are sort of looking at what can I do different? How can I shake, shake the classroom up a little bit? And uh, you, you've turned your sights on to gamification, and you're gonna like build out some of that over the summer. And so we said, let's let's make an episode of it. So yeah. let's dive in here, Heather. Uh, you said you're si- you're fourth grade. Yep, fourth grade. Uh, what's what like? Give me give give me your entry like here, like what? what yeah. Like how how are, how are we at this point? How are we at this point where gamification is what you're going to add, and, and how you're feeling about it? Uh, well, I've been teaching about 20 plus years, and each year I get excited. But I uh, last year I revamped my classroom and went uh, with magic and Harry Potter and Hogwarts, and the kids just soaked it up. I couldn't believe all year talking. You know, the movies are always out. You know, and and got them reading books and and dressing up, and I mean they just were sponges. And I and I picked up your book, uh, Explore Like a Pirate, and I my my, my mind was like boom 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 boom. What what can I do with this to take it to that next level? So that's that's kind of where I'm at, trying to get my toes are wet, and I'm getting ready to jump in big time. I just need to figure out which way to go. <laughs> I I I love it so. You know, when that when that mind sort of just gets firing, right? Like to me, that is, that's that's some of the most fun as a teacher because you're getting really pumped up about how you're going to design an experience for the kids, and in your mind, you know those kids are going to just dig mm-hmm. it. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, so you picked up the book Explore Like a Pirate. You read it, and I mean, it sounds like it resonated with you, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. In fact, I read it once, you know, just kind of get the feel for it and and uh, got got my mind uh, moving. And then I went back and, you know, I had a plan then. I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to stick with the magic theme and, and you know, I want to pull out some of those big events from the books, work that through the year and use that as our staple. And uh, so I read it through again and thought, okay, I started taking my notes and and trying to write down all my ideas because you know how that is. Oh, you get yeah. a good idea, you think about it, and oh, I'll write it down, and then you forget. So I have I 
don't know how many pieces of paper. <laughs> no, like so. Heather just dropped a great like truth bomb on us all. Like you gotta capture those ideas. I remember when I, I mean, I still do that, but I remember when I was first starting gamification, I started a like document where just any idea that crossed my head, I put it down, whether it was an item, uh, power up, whether it was just maybe the name of an item, maybe it was just a name that mm-hmm. I was like, that could be a cool place. I don't even know how I'm going to work it into my story, <laughs> but I'm going to put it down because like yeah. my brain came up with it and I do not know if I'll be able to recall that later. Yes. So, and that, so that's true. The worst feeling, isn't it? When you know I had that idea, where to go? Where to where go? To go? Where, where did I put it? <laughs> like I yeah. drives me a little nuts when my uh, mental notepad of paper runs out, you know? So <laughs> like right now, yeah. writing it down on a digital spot is a great tip uh you know i love i kind of love like the enthusiasm that you just have i mean like you are you are pumped and for for those of you that haven't read my book what i what i really like here is this idea so the first sort of third of the book is a little bit of the why a little bit of like the how like you know just good background Mm -hmm. right but then the back two thirds for me is about building out your game there's a little like uh sort of navigation section here that you kind of go through some questions as well as lots of little entries where you can kind of take and sort of make your class it's it, it's not something it's you know you you don't have to sit down and read it sort of cover to cover on that it's something that you can return to and i love the story that yes. here in the summer you're kind of like let's 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 go through that again and yeah. see where i can tighten up my game where i can pepper in that next idea and mm-hmm. that's fantastic yeah, yeah. Because with what what I liked about or I enjoy about your book is it's kind of giving you that that structure, but it's not do this day one, do this day two. You know, you're just letting teachers' minds explode and and let because that makes it personal. That makes you so much more into it and you... wanting wanting it to go through the year. Because I plan on doing a, a year, of yeah. course, because it'll be so easy with with Hogwarts. You know, so that's, that's fantastic. What, that's what I really liked about your book. I gotta say, Heather, that like so warms my heart because I intentionally wrote it that way. I mean, I was when I sat down, I was like, "Do I write it like lesson one? Do I make this framework for you just to sort of right. go and take?" And there's actually a section in the book where I tell a story about this. I tell the story about Paul DeVarsi, who's a teacher in Canada, and I heard him speak about gamification. And he was talking, and he has this like really awesome one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, uh, like you're in an insane asylum. He gets other teachers in it. They wear lab coats. They're high school teachers, right? So this is this yeah. is awesome. And yes. but he admits. I mean, he stands there and he says, "Gamification done right is like a beautiful, like tropical flower that's flowering." in its native environment so he can't just sell me the lesson plans for one flew over the coos's nest and hand it to me and expect that in my environment i would put that beautiful delicate flower and it would thrive like probably not it is so in tune to his school his teachers his attitude but because that because it's so tuned it works so well right because it it isn't one size fits all it is like no this has been like carefully selected and built out for him and 
uh yeah so i love that that resonated with you because yeah. uh <laughs> i was i was looking the other day at the amazon reviews and the last one the lady's like i wish you gave me daily lesson plans and i'm like that was an intentional choice not to do that <laughs> like that was it's not that's not a fail on my part that was like i built it that way yes yes i mean i it, it, you would just the, the kids wouldn't feel it you wouldn't be involved all year it just wouldn't be a meaningful meaningful experience i don't think at all yeah so i mean i love this so you're gonna take so harry potter i don't know for those of you that are listening on the podcast which most of you are my podcast listeners not my video listeners i mean heather is wearing a harry potter shirt right now so i thought it's perfect for what's going on it says choose kindness oh i love it it is a great shirt (laughs) it is an awesome shirt so uh this this is this is another thing that i talk about in the book and it sounds like you've really like take it to you got you got to choose the thing that you're excited about right Mm -hmm. because like you're the one that's got to carry that throughout the year right and and when you're excited about something i mean i tell you those kids get fired up because you're excited and then oh yeah because kids are excited you're even more fired up like it's just this (laughs) like awesome like dang it it's better it It keeps going and going it is a great (laughs) snowball all right so, so okay so you're gonna you're gonna spice this game up. I'm curious, like, what are you thinking over the summer? What do you what what's what's what are you trying to get done for next year? Well, for sure, I I was listening to one of your uh, videos, and you had so you I think had talked about reaching out to other teachers and having them mm-hmm. be voices or be a part so i'm like oh i need someone to be either dumbledore or voldemort right yeah because by the end of the year we want to defeat voldemort find all our hor- horcruxes you know is my idea layering it through the year so i emailed uh, my principal and i'm like hey what do you think you you want to be uh dumbledore or voldemort you know it'll be a big secret and then the reveal will come at the end of the year with that with that tease of the students trying to figure out who's who's being our voldemort or dumbledore so i gave him the choice i really hope he goes voldemort i think that would, we could do some fun fun stuff with that that's awesome <laughs> i love involving those other teachers because especially at fourth grade i mean for, that's so awesome oh. when Anytime you can get a cameo from somebody that the kids know where they don't oh, yeah. expect it, right? So if that principal mm-hmm. can come in, if that PE teacher can come in, if the, I don't know, anybody, anybody it's yeah. it's like, what do they do? Oh my gosh. Not only are they here when they're not supposed to be here, they're here and they're playing our game. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so like, awesome. Yeah. We do the whole sorting hat, you know, and we have it drop down and it says Gryffindor, Ravenclaw. So we have the principals come in and other teachers, you know, so they, the, the, my core teachers have really grabbed onto the theme and are really helping push it, push it forward. So I know I have a lot of support that way. So I can always, if I'm, you know, how you get stuck, you're like, ah, where to go. I, I liked your idea of just going through and looking at pictures, you know, and it'll help just spark things where what I've been doing is I've been just listening to the books, you know, while I'm working oh, Anytime. something and write that down, you know, like, oh. Anytime you actually have like a muse like that, right? Because you're taking mm-hmm. Harry Potter. For me, I'm loosely based in history, very loosely. It doesn't really make sense. I've talked about this on other podcasts. My Realm of Nobles makes zero sense if you actually try to like... <laughs> put it out there but uh 
But at my point is like when I am reading pieces of history and you hear about a new cool invention or you hear like the name of a famous person's like boat or something, you're like, well, that's, yes. that's got me. That's a cool name. Like I didn't know Julius Caesar named his boat that that's amazing. It's going to be an item in my game. Like, so yes. yeah, when you have that yes. muse to like reread and hear and think, and that's fabulous. Uh, yes. and, and I, I think it's just a great sense of inspiration too. And then, like you said too, the pictures for me, I'm a visual person and I wish, right? Like if I had endless dollars to give to these kids, we would have some sort of experience, right? Whether that be like mm -hmm. a video game or whether that be just like a decked out Disney World experience, but like I oh. would love them to be in Realm of Novels. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't do that. So one way I can conjure it up for myself when I'm thinking through this world they'd be in is to like search the internet and be like, Ooh, there's a cool castle. Yeah. <gasps> Look at that dungeon with yeah. the like crazy door. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. and then, then all of a sudden I'm inspired to do some like dungeon quest that the kids have to go on all cause I looked mm -hmm. at the picture. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? You know, that's what, that's what's so enjoyable about this. It just, like it piggybacks on your ideas and by the end of well you never really ends because it just sparks another idea <laughs> you know you just have so much it's kind of endless so creativity cool. and yes. and and i'm not gonna lie like you can paint yourself into a corner sometimes you can feel like i don't know where else to go or what else to do but then you kind of do what we just said like go look at some more pictures go watch another episode of uh not episode another um one of the books if you'd like just want to yeah. pop in that movie and because that's going to yeah. be visual as well right as mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so there's some that's kind of like the reading yeah. plus the visual and you're gonna get ideas and then all of a sudden you have more ideas like my game ideas ebbs and flows between like i don't have any more ideas to like oh my gosh i have too much to execute mm -hmm. on like and there's where going back to your first suggestion writing this stuff down is great so when you're in that dry moment of like i have no idea Let's go back to that document that I had. Oh, like mm -hmm. I have Julius Caesar's ship here. Like, let's add that into the game somehow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess where I'm really wanting to build this summer is uh, working on my items. Because yes. as I start, you know, watch videos and done some reading, I think that could really just take this and the kids would just... They, I don't think they're going to be able to get enough of it because as I'm thinking of my items, where I thought they could build, uh, make potions, you know, so you'd have to have different ingredients mm -hmm. to build the potion. So is that the right idea of an item? Like you want to? Whoa, 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 items? Heather! There is no right idea. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, you that is an idea. Going. That is an idea and a fabulous one. I'm gonna defer that one to. Uh, Jamie Halsey, she does okay. a great, she does a Star Wars theme. And Jamie has, they have to get these kyber crystals and they have to get so many of them to make, okay. to make the like lightsaber work, right? And she has like different kyber crystals to make different, like if you want a green lightsaber, you have to find, I don't remember, like five right, right. green kyber crystals. And, okay. you know, so you could have like, four or five different potions but to make yeah. those potions work you know if you want the purple potion you need to find like five of these purple ingredients whatever you end up calling mm -hmm. them and you could give those ingredients out different ways it could be like a team thing it could be mm -hmm. like i mean they're fourth graders i love it their imaginations yeah. endless it could be something they yes. read you could hide some just around school because like 
sometimes too with the game you want to remember it doesn't have to follow the same protocols of like your classroom right your classroom does have to usually be some some level of performance based they did what they were supposed to do they they you know wrote the essay the way they're supposed to write the essay so they get the a or the four or the satisfactory whatever the whatever Mm -hmm. your word is but in the game world you can kind of you can do both right like there can be the like ta-da you defeated the dragon here's a reward much like you defeated the essay here's a reward Mm -hmm. but it also can be just like dude i was at my lunch table and i knocked over the napkin holder and there was like three purple ingredients for a purple potion underneath here what the heck's that doing there oh i love it right like and then they'll be like um excuse me ms nelson like uh, can i keep these purple and you're like "Uh, (laughs) yes and then they're like wait a minute Ms. Nelson are there purple potion things elsewhere and you're like oh I love it you're like yes I one time uh some kid turned in some item to me and so it was in my my pant pocket and then I went uh to the to the like we have this outdoor mall and I went there and I just happened to like have it in my pocket and so I like taped it behind something at the, the mall and then the next time a kid asked like you know do you hide these things elsewhere and i was like yeah like there's even one at the mall right now and they're like no way there's one at the mall and i'm like i don't know somebody might have found it but i definitely put one at the mall <laughs> that's awesome it's, i love it but these are kind of the like fun relational things you can have right i can't be that like candid and playful with my content my content well it's world history it's serious there's some, there's some things yeah. we can be playful as educators but not that playful i'm not gonna like sit there and somehow tie me and julius caesar to the mall like that's not gonna happen <laughs> not gonna go buy him a new pair of pants no so like i love i absolutely love that we have this ability with the game to be that level of relational and as mm-hmm. you as you pointed out once you start thinking this way it starts to just happen right you just start to be played like why not tape one to the bottom of the napkin dispenser like Mm-hmm. you can like why not and if yeah. no one finds it it doesn't break the game that's not like the only way to get an a in your class like so no one finds it if somebody finds it it's going to turn into a crazy like where else did you put it yeah yeah oh you're making my mind i'm we uh i think it'll be good as i'm sitting here thinking about it with you with our special teachers to get them uh to see the students relate to them as we've had issues with uh, behavior mm-hmm. in specials, like completely acting different uh, compared to our classroom. So as we're talking, I'm thinking that would be a great way for to tie them into like the behavior aspect too. You know, using using that. I, I'm not wording it correctly. I don't think, but no, those you know, those connections those connections to other classes it brings that relational experience yeah. to them. So if if for whatever reason they're not connecting with their art teacher their PE teacher maybe mm-hmm. I don't know if your fourth grade does like if they swap for like like I don't know if you teach math and English and you swap with the other fourth grade teacher that does you know if you do that level whatever the mm-hmm. point being whoever they're not connecting with it all of a sudden invites them into like sort of a safe space because again if yeah. you don't attach your game and the grades together then all of a sudden they have a chance to be just as playful and so does that teacher mm-hmm. with them yeah. uh super fun you can make uh make side quests that go with these classes so if that class doesn't want and that teacher doesn't want the like 
I don't know, the responsibility that comes with mm-hmm. the game, right? If, <laughs> if they don't want that, you could just say, hey, you know, like some of my kids, maybe, maybe make it positive. Some of my kids absolutely love art, you know, and I really want to do something for them. Would you mind if I did like, what are you guys studying right now in art? Oh, we're doing like whatever impressionist paintings. And you could be like, oh, cool. Wondering if you would mind like help me out. I'm going to type up like just an idea for a side quest, but could you look it over to make sure it makes sense as far as what you guys are studying and like maybe like have you just look it over and tell the teacher like you're not it's not like grading grading you don't have to like give crazy feedback on this stuff you have just quick be like these three are awesome and then you're going to (laughs) tell me and i'm going to say like oh my gosh these three just got the highest prestigious award from our traveling artist mrs so-and-so and And, like they're going to be like oh my gosh mrs so-and-so loved my piece of work that's so awesome and maybe mrs so-and-so could bestow this like item or this power or you do through you know via her like her or him Mm -hmm. um yeah it can be so that's what it can be so fun but your question about do items have to be that style no mine uh most of mine aren't like you have to collect three things to to make it work uh, some work that way because that's just the mechanic I used for that. So mm-hmm. I have a, for example, I have a catapult, which is a really like powerful thing in my game, but you have to kind of like assemble it. Like it doesn't, there isn't just yeah. the catapult item I just hand you. It's kind of like you need, that one happens to be like three parts. And if you get these three parts, you then have this super awesome item, but it took you a while, right? That meant you had to get three different quests done. You had to get rewarded on this one linear track of the catapult at the expense of not doing other tracks, right? Like, and I, I should use tracks loosely. That might've been confusing to people. I just mean like, you could have got like the sword, the wand and the cape instead of getting part one, part two, part three of the catapult. So in the end, three items in, you end up with one powerful item where maybe the other kids got three light items, but there's there's three of them that do three Mm -hmm. different things. And so, and kids dig it, right? Because that's a choice. Yeah. Some kids like, well, I'm, yes, I have no item right now because I have just two parts that don't do anything by themselves. But like, mm-hmm. man, when I get that third part, I'm going to be king of this hill. <laughs> that's what I'm really looking forward to is getting to know the students that way, you know, just seeing their personalities come out through through the items or through the, you know, badges or or even, even when they start building uh, – their avatars because i was watching that i'm really i was excited about that giving them the opportunity to kind of build themselves how how they want to look or be in this uh world so i think i think that could really be cool for the kids too the items are an awesome way to give that kind of agency that kind of choice because ultimately like at first you're not going to have many items and that is okay keep in mind you are building towards that kind of library of items. But you don't get to like 50 books on the shelf until you buy that first book. And you're gonna make one or two items and you're gonna be like, and they're gonna love it. But then like, yeah, you're gonna make some more and make some more. But eventually, kids have this sort of tapestry of choice. Like, hey, I really, let's say in your game, there's gonna be, let's say some magic, maybe there's gonna be some knowledge or something. So maybe there's some items that work that way. 
Mm-hmm. And there are going to be kids that choose to like specialize in magic. And there's going to be some kids that are like, well, I want to be really good at like the knowledge portion. Some other kids like, I really want to be good at Quidditch. Like, and so maybe like they really like concentrate on getting these Quidditch related items that might be good for your review days. Like your review days could be Quidditch matches. And, mm-hmm. Right. And then like, oh, they're doing the Quidditch match. But the kids that got really good in that can like get an extra bonus right maybe they're starting with some extra points maybe they get an extra turn whatever but uh and then they're gonna be the kids that kind of want a little bit of everything right like Mm -hmm. i want a little of these points and a little of these points and a little bit of that power and it's so fun because they got to choose it and they're in the driver's Mm -hmm. seat of that yeah yeah that's where i'm hoping that's gonna hook them and just drive drive the 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 relationship all year you know through some of those because who knows what next year is going to bring right that's a giant crystal ball uh, like that is that is educational hoping we start out the year together to build this relationship and then if something happens you know where we have to go back to uh uh i can't think of it go back to we're gonna say online. online yeah yeah that we'll have that relationship and will help drive them to continue learning is, is what, you know, and, and still work through our world together, you know, learn, learn our wizarding world together. It's my hope. So that is all of our hopes yes, for sure. Right? <laughs> all of our hopes that's guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think game doing gamification in that setting is it affords us a different relationship with our kids in the classroom and it can actually continue to extend that relationship out of the classroom when when kids i mean i hate to say it like for some of these my daughter's nine and i was i had a conversation with my ex-wife today we're, we're super good on we're good with each other right and we're having this conversation on father's day and i just said like i feel for her because she's like missing out on like her a portion of her child i mean like if this yeah. if this covid thing like if you have to do social distancing for two years that's like more than 20 percent of her life that she's mm-hmm. just like good i have like no friends that you actually like played tag with got in the sandbox with you know yeah. put your arm around like yeah that's huge. Yeah. so i bring that long-winded story sorry <laughs> up because <laughs> Uh, I think the game becomes even that much more important in this situation, mm-hmm. right? Like kids are missing a, that social piece, that interaction and playful piece that they would get outside the classroom at that recess, that time at the locker, that time like at PE together where they're all bouncing the ball together, right? Those fun moments in our classrooms, whether it's fun Friday or if you do popcorn reading or whatever the case may be, <laughs> they're missing out on those mm-hmm. and the game. So even if you guys are thinking, hey, this summer, should I go to gamification or not? I'm going to wait because I don't know what we're, the world's going to be like. I really strongly suggest like this yep. is a great time to yep. du- to double down and, and and really try. I completely agree, and I'm on board 110. percent Nice, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, Heather, we actually are at reflection time. Oh boy! I know today's quote. I absolutely <laughs> love today's quote. It is one of those internet quotes, so I cannot attribute it to anybody, but the ether of the internet it's just out there uh here you ready for it 
Okay. Here it is. This is the beginning of anything you want. Ooh. Right? That's good. Yes. Boy, that is perfect for today. Right? I was super yes. excited when I found it. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Yeah, that just had to, well, you it, had the moment. It did. It did. It jumped <laughs> that, right out. That just gave me goosebumps because that's where I'm at right now. It's the beginning oh, of anything you want. I love it. Of, yes. Yes. So I think that's a quote that I can take and, and drive me and uh, my learning the rest of the summer. And, and I like that. That's so that you can use. So how does that, how do you spin that for what we talked about? Like I, we hear you like it. I like it. Yeah. Contextualize it to your summer, to, to, to how that's going to maybe shape your thinking. Can you say it again, please? This is the beginning of anything you want. This is the beginning of anything you want. Well, with the magic theme, you can go crazy with that. 100% you can. I can twist it to anything I want, any any direction I want, and it, it'll help me twist, like, where do I want my teaching to go? I can I can take this game of, game of, gamify in my classroom and just put my teaching upside down and take it a whole new, be a whole new teacher come August. I, know, that's that's where I'm at right now is like, ah, I just can't wait to get back in and, and share and talk and laugh with the students. And that's, that, that's, that's where I'm at right now. That's an awesome thing yeah. to hear. For me, this is the beginning of anything you want. I think it's perfect because in, in gamification, you are fully free. Like we talked about to design, to create, to go down different avenues. Like you're not limited by the, the content of your course. You're not even limited by the physical space as you heard in my story. Like, mm -hmm. like you could begin anything here in, in summer when you have that time to think through and develop, like use that time to like dream big, like make some, yes. make some cool things and, and, and put something in place for your kids. Yep. Yep. That's where I'm at. Well, thank you so much, uh, Heather, for joining us here on Well Played. Okay. Well, thank you for asking. This has been great. I really, really enjoyed it getting to meet you and, and, you know, just your enthusiasm just helps, helps me keep moving on. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, once again, I just want to thank everyone for giving Well Played a listen to, and I hope you guys have a great, great day, and, you know, get out there and uh, play a game or two. All right, everybody. Thanks. Take care.